Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined for this penultimate edition uh, with by my usual co-host, Mr. Guy English. Hello. And Mr. John Moltz. Good day to you. Good day to you, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm so glad that we are here. Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about the second to last episode of season four of Arrow, which is entitled Lost in the Flood. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I learned something new today. The second to last episode of every single season of Arrow so far has been named after a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh. <laughs> I knew Darkness I on the Edge of Town. did not know Darkness that. on the Edge of Town. Darkness on the Edge of Town. That really stood out for me. Yeah. Uh, Streets of Fire. Oh, yeah. And I think last year's... <laughs> was hold on um this is your sword this is your sword which is also a springsteen song and this is lost in the flood also a springsteen song which i think is i did not did not realize that but i really dig it oh, man, um I love this show the uh <laughs> so so next year the, the second to last episode will be like his 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 last day on the island and it'll be jungle land right oh dancing in the dark oh, oh Oh, man. Born in the USA? In the I don't know. <laughs> Dancing in the dark with a, with a dark but spelled like Damien Dark would have been great. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, the show that I watched uh, basically the entire run of, which I enjoyed, but uh, I think a lot of other people did not watch at all, was a show called Covert Affairs on USA, which is a CIA, like a spy show. And every season, all the episode titles would be names of songs by a particular band. So, like one season, oh. it was all like Led Zeppelin songs. <laughs> um, it, it was really good. They it was very evocative. I felt like so many yeah. so many TV show episodes are kind kind of boring. Well, it's kind of it's hard to come up. You know, it's like it's like coming up with titles for articles or columns. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a pain in the butt. It's like so you spend you spend like like two hours writing the article and then like another hour figuring out what the title should be. That's what the editor's for, dude. <laughs> Some of us have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, our secret shame, Supernatural, does that a lot. Like this season, it's been mostly song names, I think. Uh, yeah. They, they, but song is a like music and in particular, like. Oh, it's so tied into the whole. Yeah. It's very, very tied into that whole show. Yeah. Um, Wrong so, show. Wrong show. Sorry, guys. Oh, That's, save that for. Yeah. Save that for another podcast. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, which of us fine gentlemen is recapping this episode? You know the answer to that. It's John because John <laughs> took notes. <laughs> Not to let people uh, in on our behind. Yeah, the scenes. <laughs> yeah a little, a little too much on how the sausage is made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> we can get a sausage. We get kind of a blob of meat at the end of this. This, is, I'm, I, this is before my lunch, so I'm kind of hungry. Scrap. So there may be, I may. Yeah. Have... <laughs> this is how the scrapple is made. Oh, man, yikes! Not that. Okay, so we pick up. Is it called a nexus point? What I don't forget what it's called. The yeah. uh, the room. It's nexus the room. Chamber. Nexus, nexus chamber. chamber. Yeah, we pick up in the uh, basically exactly where now we left off. And uh, a charged up Damian Dark is eating arrows and bullets for lunch. He clobbers Oliver and Diggle, but leaves them to die when he regains control of Rubicon, which he's so sure that he's going to do. Um, and he he walks out with them, just lying there on the floor. Thea wakes up in the dome, and alas, Alex is actually dead. Can we have a? Should we have a? We should not have a moment of silence at all. We'll just keep going. Drink, uh, <laughs> drink. <laughs> just, just, just check, check off that final thing on your. On yeah, your, that's right. Checkboard. She manages to text Felicity before Malcolm and his goons drag her inside the house, and uh, 
Meanwhile, Felicity and Noah are wondering uh, how they're going to keep Rubicon down when Curtis shows up and is awkward. And he uh, is going to help them, though, as as he continues to drop pop culture references. Felicity gets Thea's text and runs off to the bunker. Back in the arc, Damien has Felicity's hacker X on his team, uh, but Anarchy is still on the loose. In the bunker, Felicity finds Thea's location, so Oliver and Diggle head out to go see if they can track her down. Uh, they better hurry because Malcolm just drugged his daughter again, and there's nothing creepy about that. Oliver and Diggle find the arc entrance and rappel in, while Rouvet smack talks Malcolm, uh, while Oliver and Diggle get into the Stepford community. Felicity has run back to the apartment because there's some sort of an emergency that she got a text about. And it turns out the emergency is that Noah and Donna are arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Felicity reveals to her mother that she's been working with the Green Arrow. And then they start their uh, classic TV show hacking routine. The uh, so, uh, Oliver and Diggle waltz through the Stepford community <laughs> looking and in, you know, it, it harkens back to his comment about not wearing the outfits in daylight because it, mostly I think they just look a little silly in the, in the daylight. Um, and Fake daylight. yes, in the, in the weird underground daylight looking for Thea. And meanwhile, Rave does some 1984-style announcements on ARC TV, the only station you get in the ARC. Oliver finds Thea and busts her loose, but surprise, she's under the thrall of Hive. Malcolm shows up with goons, but uh, Spartan shows up too. Gunfight, 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 and we get some of the most amazing trick arrow shots I've ever seen in a modern suburban community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't see that just walking down the street every day? You don't nope. see just... Uh, yep. This is a crazy running battle, which we Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knew there were so many things to jump over yeah. in one of those one of those communities. Uh then Oliver and Diggle hole up in a house uh that is occupied by some Damien Dark groupies. Rouve makes an announcement asking everyone in the community to find and kill Oliver and Diggle. In the apartment, Curtis has an idea that they can do, I don't know, some brute force attack, some blah 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 blah. And um Noah and Donna fight some more. And Cooper, her uh, crazy ex-boyfriend, takes control of their computers and sends electrical surges through them. <laughs> but they somehow manage to turn it back on him and at the same time knock out Rubicon, which is a thing you can totally do. Yeah, just you know, read a read a computer science book, people. While he's quoting from Star Trek Six. While he's quoting from Star Trek Six, yes. Um, the computers in the arc explode, and Cooper is thrown across the room. The crazies in the arc with Oliver and Diggle say they're there by choice, not that they, they have not taken the yellow pills, uh, because basically Star City is a hellhole, and uh, they're kind of not wrong about that. Donna and Felicity have a moment, and um, Donna explains to her that Noah didn't disappear when she was a kid. She kicked him out, and Noah kept the illusion up that he left so that she wouldn't, that Felicity wouldn't blame Donna. Uh, so he's a calculator, with a heart. Uh, the ghosts have found Oliver and Diggle. Thea shows up too and fights Oliver until he tells her that drugs are bad and she's stronger than that. And it works because you can yell drugs out of people. Uh, Malcolm starts fighting <laughs> Diggle. And it's unfortunately brief because Thea shoots Malcolm's sword out of his hand because I kind of wanted to see how that fight would go down. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, and says, <laughs> I love this, says that if he drugs her just one more time, she's going to kill him. <laughs> three strikes three, and three you're strikes. out, buddy. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's a, I've had a, enough. It's known as a, as a three strikes law. That's right. <laughs> Uh, the TV comes on, and it's not Reve, but Lonnie, because he has captured Reve and Dark's daughter and is going to blow up the Ark somehow. Malcolm would like to put aside his parenting again so that they can team up and stop Lonnie. They decide that the humanitarian Malcolm Merlin should make sure, is the, should be the one who makes sure that everyone gets out of the Ark while the rest of them go and get Lonnie. It's so... Uh, they head to where whichever part of the arc he's in some control center or something. And, uh, he will, Lonnie said, warns that a stray arrow could blow the place up because it's apparently powered by like whatever that hotel at the end of quantum of solace was powered by. It's, uh, actually it's dwarf star dwarf alloy, star which is alloy the yeah. same thing in rays. It's in the atom suit. And it was mentioned, uh, a couple episodes in the flash ago, they so, put it in the suit to absorb a punch. It does everything, apparently. Yeah, and apparently Ray's suit can take explosive metal. Ray's suit can be hit by bullets and stuff, and it doesn't <laughs> just blow up. Every super suit ever. <laughs> I'm impervious. Just please don't shoot me. Yeah, right. Ugh. Anyway, evil masterminds, please stop powering your places with this stuff. Uh, Lonnie stabs Ruve with an arrow. As everything go, starts going kablooey, and he's still pretty spry for someone who's been shot with two arrows, uh, so he puts up a decent fight and then escapes while these sort of octagon things and rocks <laughs> fall straight out of the ceiling. Rive dies, begging Oliver to save her daughter, and the team takes the girl and leaves. The Ark collapses and leaves a hellmouth-sized pit. Malcolm informs Dark that Rive is dead, and Dark vows to destroy the Earth anyway even though the Ark is destroyed and they've got no place to hide. And he says he knows who can help make that happen. At the apartment, no one can afford anymore. Donna asks Noah to leave, and he does. Curtis draws a parallel between Noah and Donna and Oliver and Felicity. And then Dark shows up, dun-dun-dun, to uh, get them to get him back into Rubicon, presumably. Uh, uh, in the flashback... Tiana gets shot, but she powers up when Oliver shoots the bad guys, and then she starts losing it, and she says that her village is run by some guy named Kovar, who I'm guessing will show up next season. You see and, character. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Red Star. Okay. And that she needs to stop him, and it's like she's going to like walk across the ocean to, to get back to her, uh, which maybe she can do with the idol. Uh, Oliver talks her down, but then she kills this wounded guy in order to gain more power. Oliver takes the idol, and then Ryder shows up for the big showdown between the two of them next episode. All right. So, yeah. Uh, penultimate episode's tough. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be, like, positioned, I feel like. But we got rid of sort of the big, you know, the arc is gone, so there's no yep. more, like safe haven essentially which is the big thing that we're left with you know damien dark has just given up on life besides <laughs> to nuke everything he's got nothing left to live for well so i assume that his daughter being alive is going to come into play i guess but i don't yeah i don't know it seems i i thought this was a pretty pretty solid episode yeah um it's we get some good lines there's good a, there's bits. a lot of silly i think there's a lot it seems like there's there's a ridiculous amount of silly computer stuff and um and then uh the explosive stuff at the end but um 
This is not quite Z team level, but it's maybe no, like, <laughs> no, it's yeah, Q L, level. yeah, somewhere in the yeah. middle of the alphabet. I'm kind of okay with the uh, you hack a computer and it electrifies you because sure, yeah. As far as things, it's, it's like not the short. worst. Yeah, it's just short. I mean, the actual thing is boring as hell. It's like my day job, and believe me, <laughs> I, know, I never get to electrocute anybody while quoting you know, <laughs> Wrath of Khan. Um, I think it's technically Shakespeare, guys. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's, it's from it's from Star Trek. 6. It's from Star Trek. 6, yeah, because he says it at the same time. Like his final line is, uh, oh, "What does he to say? To be or not to be? To be or not to be?" Which yeah. is what they, which he, you know, right. uh, popular. Yes, originally written by the Star Trek authors. I forget that guy's. I forget that guy that uh, Christopher Plummer playing on his name. Yeah. yeah, William Shakespeare. William Shakes Con. Clang. That's appreciated in the original Klingon. <laughs> right. Um. um yeah, and Star City loses yet another mayor. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know what? I thought the same thing. I was like, I... So, this and, town uh, cannot keep a mayor for five minutes. Okay, so two bets on the mayor front. One, uh, I did I did see in next next week's preview without giving away too much. Yeah. I feel like there's some some inspirational speechifying uh, mm-hmm. by Oliver. By and, Oliver. By Oliver, not yeah. by the Green Arrow. Right. So th- I suggest the Oliver could still be in the running, uh, yep. which would be an interesting way to take it. Uh, also, Lance potentially, like because Oliver oh, makes yeah. a comment this episode. You know, you if everything mm-hmm. goes to hell, basically the city needs somebody it respects. Do they respect Lance? I don't know. But yeah, that seems to be a lot. That seems a little strange, like a bit of a stretch, since he recently was revealed to have been working with Damian Dark. Yeah, I feel like maybe Oliver becomes mayor and makes Lance like chief of police or something, which he was kind of anyways, but not really because yeah. it's really confusing. Right? Because yeah, we just never saw the chief of police. Yeah, he was probably dead, let's be honest. Um, I mean, so get... all these ultimate failures when their family tells them that they're there by choice, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's like if everybody yeah. had been brainwashed, it would be one thing. But to have them be like, look, everything is so screwed up. Right, this place is a mess. Okay with the end of the world. And yeah. then he's got, he questions whether or not, you know, Damien Dark gives these people more hope than he does. And they mm-hmm. give him crap about, like, you're wearing a mask. And, like, that doesn't really do anything for us. Granted, sample size, low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, maybe not everybody feels that way. And they way. are in crazy town. So They are in crazy town. Right. I do like that they make the point at some point, you know, they're they're walking around uh, Ollie and Dig and they he says like, you know, you take away some of the guards or whatever and this could basically be Ivy Town. And it's like that's cuz it's the same. It's town. the same set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I almost thought about going back and like looking and seeing if they were literally standing in front of the same house. That would have been pretty funny. But... Yeah. Uh, overall, so a lot of, a lot of interesting, like, I don't know, they bring a lot of people in this episode too, cause you've got, uh, Felicity's ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. you've got, you've got Lonnie Machen who I still don't, I, I like him as a character. He does sort of provide that like kind of loose nut aspect of just, I'm right. going to run around. Like, he is anarchy, right? Like he's just running around causing problems. And I feel yeah, like he's playing a little bit too jokery for me, but, uh. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with like, that. When, like, like, when he's speechifying, it's hard to tell the difference, but maybe yeah. it's just crazy people, you know? Yeah. Frankly, <laughs> like, if he disappeared this week and we didn't see him again until next season, I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, what do you think I about him stabbing Rupe? It, it struck me as someone, one of the reviews I read suggested it was, like, gratuitous or something, and I was like, I don't know. That kind of made sense to me. He's just... He's yeah, just he's trying to get back events, at dark, right? right? Like, he... He has no greater motivation than just sort of causing havoc, and he just that that is convenient for him to do at that point. What I don't really care for with his character is 
you know, his ability, I was sort of boggled by the fact that, like, Dig, Thea, and Ollie can all yeah. fight him, and he right. holds them all off. Right, right. Yeah. And, in, and in this, this one, in this one, after he's been shot by two arrows. Right, in a, in a room that is collapsing. Yeah. And it's like, they fought him several times now, and I feel yeah. like... It's kind of ridiculous. What is this guy's background? They've never explained, like, why this guy is so good at fighting, right? Like, it doesn't, again... I don't know, I right. shouldn't get wrapped up in these things, but no. like at least that's like, like a line of explanation. Like <laughs> I studied karate when I was five, you know, like whatever. Okay, fine. I'll buy it. But like you're going yeah, up just... against three super well-trained, mm-hmm. you know, martial artists and you are still holding your own. Yeah. And... I mean, the number, the number of ghosts that they take out, it just, you know, is, I mean, I didn't, you know, did not count them up in this episode, but there's a whole, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Well, and that combined with, this is the trouble you always get to in these episodes, which is establishing people's, you know, power levels and then realizing that for plot purposes, you can't have that fight go the way it should. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, in that one, it would have been better if Machen had simply escaped while they were dealing with saving. Rube right. Right. I mean, like, he's going to do that anyway. Right. Like, and then the other problem is that initial scene, I feel like with Damien Dark, I mean, where he literally could just essentially snap their necks right mm-hmm. and he's like now i'm gonna leave you alive and it right. like, almost works <laughs> it almost works because he's just that like hubristic and and kind of over the top but it is it is so much of a it's so very much a bond villain moment right like yes yeah. i could kill you right now uh-huh. you are totally at my mercy but for some or... weird reason and really dying in a nuclear explosion is a lot um faster than like like he was sucking the oxygen out of their body <laughs> You can do that. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be more painful. I did really like that he make, he vaporizes the arrow and is like, oh, I didn't even mean to do Cool. I yeah. didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and then, like, Dig tries to shoot him, and he's like, seriously? like He provides just, he provides a lesson in metallurgy. I just vaporized <laughs> steel. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I th- again, Neil McDonough yeah. has been aces all season. And continues that run, even when they make him do somewhat questionable things. I feel like I kind of, I'm willing to buy it because I just really like him that much. Well, it also revolves our heroes of an opportunity to do something fancy, right? Like, not take him out, but somehow escape. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, they're just left lying there. And it's like, well, in a video game, you'd be putting in another quarter because uh, (laughs) game game over. Like, you're dead. Yeah. I mean, at least, again, sort of like, you know, bring down the roof or something and run away (laughs) because realizing you can't fight him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Decisions. Uh, I, so with the whole running around in costume in daylight was kind of funny because it looks a little bit silly. Yes. There's a good reason that they don't do it. Well, and they all, stand out. They stand out like sore thumbs too. I mean, it. You know, yes. they're they're kind of the like the camera angle shows them behind bushes or something like that. But it, it's they're just standing up, walking around. They're like, yeah, I mean, somebody's they, gonna see you. Yeah, and that whole running battle was kind of. First of all, it was pretty cool because there was a bunch of trick shots going on. Yeah. Second of all, I like that they ran. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, hey, we, we're gonna we're gonna, we're, we're gonna mosey on, on over, it's yeah. Like, well, like we are, we've got to get the hell out of here, like now. Oh, okay, you, yeah, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, they were kind of in a panic, and they had to do the old jump in a hole and hide while the bad guys go <laughs> go by trick. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. I thought that was good. The the stunts were decent this week. Um, well, those trick arrows were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I thought those trick shots were great, actually. I, I mean, you know, it's a it's a show about an archer. 
Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you need to have you need to like soup that up a bit. We yeah. all know it's silly that he uses a bow and arrow while everybody else is using guns, but like it, you know, we're all gonna buy into that because that's the premise of the show. So you know, give us what we want: boxing yeah. glove arrows. You know what I would like to see a little more of is some long range stuff because I was thinking about like the difference between him and like Hawkeye. Uh, Mm -hmm. in the marvel movies and he all of his stuff is like very close range um i would love to see him like nail a target from like i don't know 100 yards out or something yeah Yeah, he's much more of like uh it's the show is much more claustrophobic in that yes yeah well it's just i mean that's the way it's filmed and yeah yeah i mean it's it's part of why they don't wear the costumes in uh in the city during the day is it just costs a lot of money to shut down vancouver Mm mm-hmm you know, and I don't know if you've noticed, but those um, the alleyways that they're always meeting in, or those are basically just sets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I I enjoy the so the as we've you know mentioned before, the establishing shots on the on the show are my hometown of Boston, and so this week when they blow up a big portion of the city and uh, in, a, in a in a wide shot, they basically blew up Fenway Park. <laughs> that's just about where fenway park is (laughs) that's a bummer way to go damien so wait so did they blow up the rest of the glades because somebody quipped uh and i of course but what did she say it's like property values in the glades are gonna go up Uh, through the roof or something yeah yeah Yeah. so i'm guessing that it's called gallows humor yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was all right that was okay kind of gets it on the chin all the time yeah well i mean it is interesting too that this is another example and i'll i mean so there's a a question of fallout which we haven't really dealt with right which is a the the nuclear bomb from last week gets mentioned in news reports and there's a little bit of like hey we can't talk about this right now because the rest of the world is still kind of under threat um Mm -hmm. but you know they're clearly it feels like that should still clearly have some weight and then it does seem like a pretty substantial chunk of the city a la the end of season one just got destroyed so that seems like it should probably have some sort of impact as well yeah well that's kind of how we started season two Two. right yeah 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 Yeah. like season and not that the city was great in season one but season two when everything started going literally to hell was you know the setup was because the glades had been destroyed Right. So now we've got the and, glades and it blown up. Uh, the <laughs> There's really nothing of this city left. I mean, like Curtis, yeah. Curtis, Curtis has that line about his mom being so worried about them being in Star City because of like the super soldiers and the earthquakes, yeah, uh, and the virus attacks and all that stuff. So there is a uh, yeah, maybe maybe still not the best place to live. It's no Central City, I guess, which is maybe not in such great shape these days either. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that was telling to me that when he said something about a virus attack, I'm like, what? When was that? And I was like, oh yeah, that was the whole thing about last year. Yeah, that's oh. the bad fever dream episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. How, did you guys think? I mean, you mentioned you asked a little bit Moltz about Ruvay. What do you guys think about her? That being the end of her storyline there. Yeah, I, I mean, then. In- struck me that we were completely wrong about her. I mean, about our speculation <laughs> because we were thinking that maybe she was powered up too, or, or really kind of like the, the one pulling the strings and she's just gone. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they do it just to, to make, to put a consequence in there to make Damien angrier um, and willing to just destroy the world instead of, 
you know, trying to carry out his bizarre plan. So, I mean, I think it works. It's a little disappointing, yeah. I guess, but I think it's okay. She I like did that get stabbed was... by an arrow, and I thought that maybe he was going to discover that fact and blame Ollie. Oh. Uh, yeah, except I think he knows. I mean, he knows that Oliver saved her, like, twice now, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have that weird, like, kind of alliance again, right, where they, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and, you know, he saves <laughs> Rouvet because... Anarchy is basically even. I don't know if he's worse, but like he's the he's the current threat, right? He's going to yeah. kill a lot of innocent people. Um, not right. that Rubey is particularly innocent. <laughs> no, she's not. But uh, but it's the people. The... It's the rest of the people in the in the dome, right? Who don't who don't really want to be saved? I guess. But hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't want to be saved. What are you going to do? You got to save them anyway. Burn. <laughs> you got to. So Malcolm them. is evacuating them felt stupid and then kind of felt yeah. smart because he, he if he does flip at least he's not right beside you you know like he he doesn't if he's not on the mission to go and try to take out dark oh yeah i guess so standing literally behind you to stab you in the back right like, maybe that's better you know yeah true yeah it just seems like you know out of character because malcolm just, just does not care about other people <laughs> well i know and even, yeah he even argues like well what's the point of getting them out of here yeah and then, yeah, everybody's going to just talk to him sternly and he's like, oh, yeah, man. yeah, gun, he put, they put a gun to his head. I mean, yeah, as soon as he's out of sight, he can do whatever he wants. But I guess right. he isn't totally. Evil. Well, they and he even makes the point at that at that moment that, you know, Oliver's threats about killing or maybe it's not that scene, but one of the earlier ones where he says, like, Oliver's threats about killing him, like he's already proved he's not going to do it. Right. So yeah, Ollie says he should have taken your head. Yeah. And he's like, eh, you, you, you don't have what it takes, basically. Um, and that's, that does make a difficult sort of impasse there, right? Cause you know, we have Malcolm as a recurring thorn in his side who keeps popping up. Uh, and yet Oliver kind of keeps letting him off and he keeps coming, mm -hmm. like turning around and biting him again. So, right. you know, what do you do about that? It's point? very like, weird. <laughs> it's just, and, and, and you I mean, know, and Thea's line was just like, <laughs> yeah, one more time and you're going to be in big trouble. We dealt with this you know, at this in the same way, kind of with Andy this season. And that ultimately ended with Diggle having to kill him, right? And that in that's in that way kind of made sense because he didn't right. really see an alternative. Yeah. And yet and yet with Malcolm, we can't like the only thing that ever really prevented Oliver from killing Malcolm was the whole like it turns out he's Thea's dad thing, right? Like because that's the thing he keeps coming back yeah, to. Like, I'm not going to kill my sister's father. That doesn't really make any sense, but okay. <laughs> um, and like, not that Thea has a lot of love lost for him either, but they kind of go back and forth. Well, it seems like if somebody's going to kill him, it has to be Thea, right? It does seem like that would provide some sort of closure, perhaps. But I think the bigger yeah, problem but Ollie is... would never let that happen. Yeah, because then she not because Ollie wouldn't want yeah. him dead, just because Ollie does not right, want Thea right. walking around. Yeah. Not so... that she hasn't already murdered a bunch of other people. <laughs> You know, yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah, but this guy has a name and like a recurring role. That's, and that, and therein <laughs> that's the, the biggest that's the biggest John, reason why he's not dead yet. John Barrowman is a regular, has a yeah. contract. Everybody it's, loves it's John Barrowman. He was amazing in season one and two. I loved him. Uh this whole uh Rachel Ghoul thing kind of I don't really know what his motivations are anymore. It is unclear, and I, I still think perhaps he might rise from the ashes of Hive to become our maybe our big bad next year. But it does seem like 
I don't know. Maybe they're just holding them until eventually the series, you know, gets to its last season and then right. they'll, they'll finally have the climactic face off. But we've had it like three times now, so it, it loses a little bit of oomph at that point. Yeah, and it's getting hard to make him. I mean, he kind of goes toe to toe with Diggle. Right. And in season one, he would Diggle would just he would have been chopped to pieces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like in that final fight on the in the uh, on the rooftop, uh, Diggle shows up and I think he gets taken down as soon as he walks out the door. Uh, yeah. You may be right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Diggle's Diggle's toughened up. He's Spartan now. He does. We get a little yeah. bit. Um, we get a brief shot of him sort of still being kind of damaged when he like punches that dude in the stomach, the uh, innocent guy who the uh, mm-hmm. not quite brainwashed. I uh, was like, yeah, oh, right, they're in right. here, and he punches him in the stomach, and Oliver's like, dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah. back it's off. Just- yeah, take tries it easy. out and he just wins him kind of thing. Like, yeah, angry. <laughs> and it is, it's pretty telling when Ollie's like, hey, whoa. He's <laughs> down a notch, buddy. He's the voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. I uh, did like those guys that weren't, um, they were A, not brainwashed, and B, not rabid crazy people who ran at them and tried to tell them about like zombies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. were like, well, we're basically a family of hostages and. We're not even hostages, right? Well, they're they're, they're their they hostages. Were, they can't leave yeah. the house, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It puts they're not hostages of dark. Position. They're hostages of Oliver. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know. It seems like um, where do we go from here? I guess we still have just sort of like the showdown, right? Like it seems like everything else is kind of window dressing at this point. Yeah. So I think it, it all. I mean, the the climactic setup is going to come from what happens on the island right because we got two back yeah because somebody's got to show up to and i think the like well i think there's another shoe to drop here right right i'm not sure how that would be i mean because so, i well okay no, without <laughs> I don't want to no give hey, yeah 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 hey, right right hey. sorry sorry just shut <laughs> your mouth uh, and i don't I know what it, i don't know what it is i'm just yeah. think something else happens well, whatever, whatever, whatever gets resolved on the island. Uh, <laughs> that was you, Dan. So I blame that one on you. Whatever gets resolved on the island, fair enough, uh, is going to feed into how it gets resolved right. in, in right. modern times, right? Right. So, and interestingly, on the island, and this gives me a little bit of an excuse for Oliver. Um, neither of these people have been like using the force. They've been getting hit by bullets and sucking up dead people. But uh, the powers exhibited by Dark, they haven't exhibited yet. Not to right. his degree. He, well, well I mean, he got... Ryder got around. powered up. I mean, he was... he was. Did he do like, telekinesis? Yeah, he threw Ollie around with oh, his I thought mind. He just, uh, I thought he Did he use it. his mind? I can't remember if he uses his hand or... Mind. At I mean, least once he does the, I think, just sort of a telekinesis-style thing. And, and Tiana, like, smacks him and sends him flying. So, like, super strength, right. clearly. Well, yeah. The, anyway, I was just trying to give Ollie an excuse for why he didn't immediately pick up on Dirk being magic juice directly and, linked to the yeah. idol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, think... uh, he's seen different. It looks like he's seen kind of different uh, exhibitions of that power, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a point to that. Um, but I think you're right. You can, I mean, there's more, no more clear demonstration that you can't take him out with an arrow and, than bullets. Like we would establish that. <laughs> Right. So, well, and I maintain, as we talked about, I think a few weeks ago, I feel like the part of the problem here is if Oliver kills him, 
then we're kind of just back to where we started, right? Like when we get into this whole problem of like, okay, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. I'm going to stop killing people except when I really need to, right? right? Like that, that does not help solidify him as a hero. And what we're getting into is this idea that he, you know, he needs to be better than that. And so I think Dark ends up, I think it ends up with him having to be neutralized either by someone else, um, whether it be, I don't know, Malcolm uh, or, you know, some other member of the team or something. Um, Or, you know, you have to have one of those situations where he sort of, you know, is his own undoing. Or they have to, like, capture him, right, and stick him on the island. Yeah. And, and, (laughs) but then it takes away that whole thing of, like, the very beginning where he said, I'm going to have to kill him. Yeah. You know, it's like, because that seemed like, oh, gosh, he's, you know, he's got to put aside his, I mean, it seemed, I mean, (laughs) now it seems so long ago that Laurel died. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah, and he doesn't seem angry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they, 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 (laughs) if you will, they, they, they shot that arrow too soon. Well, you know, I'm not. I think the part of the point is he's kind of tried to a few times and it didn't really take. Yeah. Yeah. Also that like you, you can't. You know, the second, the second <laughs> part of that, the second part of that conversation with him and Felicity is the, you know, I, I just don't know how to beat him. And that's still the sort of remaining thing hanging there is how do you defeat someone who has basically become, you know, has like godlike powers and we don't know yet what that is other than, you know, we've seen that destroying the idol essentially seems to at least temporarily stop him. Right. So I guess they could try to do that again. But at the same time, now it's like, yeah, and if they do that again, it's like, OK, we've already seen that. Yeah, we've, and you would assume he would be more careful about protecting it now. Right. Like and they needed Vixen last time to do that, too. So they have yeah. all sorts of problems. Um. Yeah. So, uh, otherwise I think this, you know, a lot of good stuff, I think with the, uh, smoke cutler family this week, uh, I like Donna and Noah get a chance to actually face off. I really enjoyed Curtis just sitting around drinking beer while they were yelling (laughs) Uh, and then giving Felicity a hug when she came in and then Felicity stealing the beer from him. Yes. Um, I thought there's some, some good comedic work there and I wasn't sure if that was ad-libbed. Yeah. It did kind of gives like it, it back to him. He kind of fumbles a little. Yeah, bit. right, right. Picks it up upside down. Um, I did like that Donna. So we get the secret from Donna about her. You know, she didn't. Uh, Noah didn't leave them. She basically kicked him out slash left him. Right. Um, which, as you know, as one of the reviews I read pointed out in like in season one or two, would have been like serious wedge driving material but here we just kind of like you know felicity kind of takes it and Mm -hmm. rolls with it and then concludes eventually like oh you know she knew he's never going to change right right right. which hence well i mean she's like growing up now right so um yeah i think this is better i mean i think this is much better than what they would have done in season two i mean i agree that i mean family dinner next year could be awkward <laughs> there's gonna be some jokes but uh yeah I, I just like it better a it rehabilitates the calculator a bit yeah because yeah he stayed away but he kept tabs on her and we get a shot of donovan i find it i i find the um exercise of telling him to stay away kind of pointless though yeah i agree i mean yes. it's like we don't we know enough about this universe to know that that's not doesn't i mean doesn't mean anything it might stick but it might 
you know, it's, if they decide not, to bring the character back for whatever reason, they will. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as don't tell anybody about our illicit love child, but it's kind of born <laughs> from the same place, right? Like, right, right. You know, I can understand Donna wanting to be protective and saying like, you know, you know you're just going to hurt her anyway. So for now, you know, but she's uh, and it also then, well, then the other thing is she's an adult now. I yeah, mean, she should be able to make her own choices. Yeah, right. If she wants yeah. to have some kind of try to have some kind of relationship with her father, it's also, her cho- that's her choice. Also, Donna just found out that Felicity was working with Team Arrow to stop yep. the world ending. So, if you're going to keep her away from somebody to keep her safe, uh, maybe Daddy yeah. is not top of the list. You know, <laughs> she please stop hanging out with these crazy vigilantes. And she gets it. She gets a jab in at her too, but like a bad one. Um, saying well, maybe you're more like your father than i thought um yeah. also and, I want... and fortunately she doesn't like you know felicity does not take that too hard yeah, yeah. full credit by the way to uh i think my favorite scene in this entire episode is felicity saying i have something to tell you and donna assuming that she's <laughs> pregnant and then she and curtis like high-fiving <laughs> And then uh, what? one of my favorite lines in this episode, which is what, like, yeah, I love this. I'm not pregnant. Yep. Is that the only news a woman could possibly have? Yep. 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 Um, that was a great, that was a great line. It was just, it was also kind of, you know, I, I feel like a lot of these shows take shots for their, you know, female characters or the lack of uh, nuance in a lot of those characters. And you know, not everybody can be Felicity Smoke, who I think is probably my probably the best developed female character across probably all of these shows uh, with maybe the I mean, Sarah Lance is pretty good, too. But I think that Felicity is at least, you know, one of the most three dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's I, I'm not really tuned into the uh, Arrow community as it were, but I feel like it sounds like from one of the things I've read that there's a lot of like dislike of the relationship uh between her and oliver and possibly also her and i don't quite get that but okay really uh, yeah i i don't understand that at all but i think we're in a very different space than a lot of those people huh. yeah we're... i listen to another podcast uh just to check in every now and then it's actually quiver i don't know why i'm being weird about it but man those guys started hating this show I, they're, I like, don't... they're like they don't want to do it anymore kind of level <laughs> okay well <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I, I kind of get I that. <laughs> but I can understand the frustration. Yeah. One of the, one, like, one of the, he was uh, frustrated because, I forget his name. It could be Mike. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he was so frustrated because, um, and I, I noticed this again. So at the top in the, in the preview package, they say that um, the computer virus takes over all NATO allies. Yeah. But then a then Russian missile gets launched. How... <laughs> Like basically, yeah. there's just so many weird logical errors that I think we're okay with. Yeah, like I'm okay with a bunch of hand waving, but I think for some people, uh, it's got a bit too much. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the nexus of that, if you will, is kind of Felicity walking up after. Like, well, it's like the first. I think the first shot. You know? The first season didn't have this level of ridiculous. Um, no, the, the stakes were uh, much lower. The stakes were much lower. I mean, and then you, you know, you had to believe that there was a like a some sort of bomb thing, whatever. I mean, that was about that was about the the height of your. I, yeah. forget, I forget what kind of bomb that was. It was like that was some special bomb, the earthquake right? Design. Yeah, yeah, the earthquake, earthquake making. I'm an earthquake making machine. Spent, yeah, we spent the entire season setting it up, right? Like doing research labs, like things were getting shipped in and containers were getting stolen and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, 
and there was you know there was a lot less bomb spray etc well the answer is we kind of backdoored into being a superhero show right Right. like it started out being a very realistic quote-unquote gritty show about you know a vigilante and we basically over the course of the next three seasons turned it into a superhero show right guess what you know you're gonna this is how things go in the superhero world it's a different show than when it started out and that's fine shows evolve shows change um, but I guess if you fell in love with the show of season one or season two, uh, I can mm-hmm. understand why you might be a little bit frustrated. Yeah. That said, uh, I still enjoy it. And I feel like yeah. season four has been, I mean, I feel like with a, you know, with all but one episode dialed in, I feel pretty comfortable saying this is far above season three. Yes. I would um, yeah. We'll, well, we'll Damien has stick a plan. Landing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I kind of understood, like, okay, I need a successor, but to do what? Like, you, you can't stop with that, you know. Like, you need actually to have the organization mean something, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. But this is pretty clear, and in, okay, it's a little bit of a replay of like we're gonna make the world burn to, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, literally, it's called Lost in the Flood. I forget what they're calling that thing underground. Tevat Noah, which is the Hebrew name for Noah's Ark. Uh, Felicity's dad, also called Noah. Interesting. Good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And I was right. like, getting, I wasn't getting confused, but I'm like, wait, this keeps. Is this a mistake that they made earlier in the season by calling him Noah? <laughs> I think or they were. Is this fitting in, you know, like, because the calculator is. I, I meant to go look it up, but the calculator it's, has it. Yeah. Has it's a real his name. actual name. It is his name. Noah yeah. So it's just, name. yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was happening. Not deliberate. Sure, but, I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I agree with you that, yeah, we went from, so what's interesting is season one, season three, sort of, and season four, basically all the same plan, right? In all these cases, (laughs) it was, everything's terrible, we need to reset everything, right? That was, that was kind of Malcolm's plan with the, the undertaking. Mm -hmm. That was part of, kind of Rachel Gould's sort of, you know, insofar as he had a plan. You that know, was not the that, plan of Slade Wilson. Slade just... It was not Slade Wilson right. was out for revenge, which is what I think made that, you know, more compelling in that way was yeah. that it was very personal, right? Yeah, he's going to um, take out the city just to spite Ollie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which was fine. I think that worked great. Yeah. I like that. That was a, that was, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think either of you would disagree with saying that season two was a high point. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, the, season, yeah. of yeah. the series so far. I, um, I think season one has a lot more to commend it than we realized at the time. Yeah, no, I, it's it's better than you think it was. Yeah, I I could see that. It it started I think a it's little rough, bit yeah. rough, and then it but it got much better as it went along. Um, season four I think has been pretty solid. Above season three, maybe maybe not. I don't know. Maybe around season one. I I guess you could go either way, ranking them above. Well, season they're kind of different. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're substantially different. They're different. Different shows. Yeah. Um. So like I mean, said, I, like season one, it's literally a vigilante who happens to dress up like a madman from an island because he's a madman from an island. And like, that's, that's the show. Right. This flat out superhero show. Yeah. He is yeah. the green arrow now, as opposed to yeah. the hood. Right. Uh, so I guess the big question is going to be whether or not they stick the landing next week. Right. I'm pretty confident. Uh, I mean, I think, well, <laughs> having seen two, pr- two promos for season enders, I think this one's going to be the better one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like your suggestion that Damien Dark and and uh, and Oliver will have a salmon ladder off. Yeah, what could go wrong? Uh, right. But I mean, I and I kind of like I you know I think Oliver's speeches. I don't know. I kind of like Oliver's speeches. I mean, this will be like 
the fourth one or so that he's given to like the 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 people of Star City, promising them, trying to give them hope again. Like, but I think that revealed that they were. I mean, we can take it that at least a majority of the people in that. Uh, what's the name of it? The Ark again? Tevat Noah. Tevat Noah. Um, we're not under the influence of the drugs. Do you think they'd vote for and, Oliver Queen? <laughs> well, no. But, I mean, also, who knows if Malcolm did a good job, so maybe that's not a problem anymore. Um, also, but that's, that... that's, like, that's all he's saying. Like, I don't think he saves the city by blowing up dark. He saves it by uh, dragging it into the light kind of thing. Right, right. The hope thing that we've sort of talked about a few times. Yeah. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe he takes out dark by just getting everybody to wish and make sure that Tinkerbell doesn't die or something, you know, like maybe their heels together, clap their hands. Yeah. I incidentally, I thought as to our point, our complaint last week, that the only reason Rouvet ran for mayor was to get access to city hall. Um, They mentioned this week that, you know, it's really helpful to have someone who's like plugged into the infrastructure to build this whole arc. Yeah. I think except she hasn't been mayor long enough, which doesn't really make any sense. Like they didn't build that last two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but she doesn't start running until Ollie starts interfering with the waterfront. Right when they're already clearly at work on this, right? We already yeah. we see we see yeah, the, see the corn, corn field yeah. before that. So that's yeah. Like, so I think the idea is like, well, all these starts doing this, we're not going to be able to either get in the equipment or maybe they're building it underneath that. I don't know, but yeah, I, it doesn't quite work. As I was going to say, it's a better it's a better motivation for her to become mayor is to get control and like be able to shield that product project but it's basically already done by the time she's elected so that's none of it none of sense. it makes any sense because it's like they, they have their own power source right it's not like they're tapping not a very into good one i mean the no it's a terrible one but they have their own it's power like source it's like power source like, it, but if you're not like using stuff around you just like locate locate it like way out in the boondocks someplace <laughs> like build it underground yes. I mean, just like so dumb yeah. well i mean that's what the uh like norad control where is that uh that yeah colorado, colorado springs. yeah springs like that, see, that's a good idea. You want to in this right? They uh, should have it'll nowhere. Build it into a mountain. You're done. He should have called up his counterpart hive over on Agents of Shield and just bought a town in Montana. You know, yeah. Well, no, you know where they should have built it is on Lian Yu. Oh, good point. That would never have gotten into any trouble. <laughs> There's a nexus chamber there. Like right, it's right. It's, it, it, it has everything. That would have made a lot more sense. And you can probably fly there in about the time it takes you to get. It to doesn't take. It hot. doesn't take. It's conveniently play. located. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's no Nanda Parbat, but you know. No, yeah, right. Or Nanda yeah. Parbat. These days, they're just inventing jet skis on the on the uh, beach that all. Hey, hey, out. Nanda Parbat is empty. Uh, in just, theory, just yeah. yeah, just there's nothing. The, the real estate is cheap there. Yeah, Malcolm's goons are now uh, ghosts. They're <laughs> they're looking for they're looking for renters. <laughs> Anyway, I think the the I think we're going to have a strong ending. The it's by necessity going to be strong with Damien Dark. So I would certainly hope so. Yeah, can't you know can't, that can't hurt, right? Well, and the bombs have all gone off. You know what I mean? Like we're not <laughs> well, going to have that. Well, the, yeah, and that's my only that's my only kind of like it seems like we might get a repeat of that if because he's oh, he's maybe. captured Felicity, and so the idea is he's going to use her to restart rubicon and then we're just gonna do that all over again it seems a bit boring i hope it's not that i hope it's just more like somehow he gets like 
they get away or something and then it's he just decides to run through the streets and kill people and then they have to <laughs> then they have to stop him i mean that'd be kind of cool right i mean like damien dark going like completely crazy Marsh- marshmallow man rampage. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome like if he grows to like four, 400 feet tall <laughs> it could happen attack of the attack of the 50 foot damien dark um any last thoughts no uh, i'm happy yeah that's good okay got a little bit rough a little bit slow but right, it's picked right. up i mean most of my complaints are episodes back really i mean this yeah. was this was this is this was pretty good yeah. uh great well we'll be back next week to talk about the final episode which i believe is titled schism uh which should be exciting so thank you guys mr guy english thank you and mr john Moltz. thanks and we'll see you next week Thank <laughs> you.